are listening to Positively Prepped, a podcast for teachers. I'm your host, Rebecca Rodriguez. I'm a veteran teacher, and I never bring work home. I'm here to talk about how you can systematically, effectively, and positively prep your classroom so you too can feel balanced, happy, and in control of your life at school and at home. At the end of sixth hour a couple of weeks ago, I was in the middle of, well, chaos. My students were getting their portfolios organized and having me check them off for their unit. And so that meant the kids were bustling all over. They were in a rush. They were trying to get their things into the right order and then into line. And then I was grading them and there were just kids everywhere. In the middle of all this, I look up and realize that in front of me, I have all four of my principals. And I realized, what am I gonna do but smile and say hi? So I did and asked how they were doing and they said, great. And then they asked how I was and I answered that I wasn't really sure yet. I needed to hear what they had to say first and then I'd let them know. (laughs) So they actually had some great news for me and it it was an experience that I thought about later and I realized that This year has been that crazy that I really didn't know what to expect. They could have been coming in with horrible news or something else I needed to do, or they had great news for me. And I really thought that that was a great beginner for our discussion today about what I've learned this quarter. We're finally going into spring break and I have two things that really stuck out to me. So join me today as I discuss two things that I learned in quarter three. This quarter, I have learned two things, or more accurately, I've really focused on two really important things, and I'd like to share them with you today. The first one that I really tried to focus on this quarter was that this is a marathon and not a sprint. I feel like I try to run a marathon at a sprint pace a lot of times because I like to get things done. I like crossing things off my to-do list and I feel like my to-do list won't end unless I keep going, keep going, keep going. And I think that this quarter I have put an emphasis on really trying to do my best in everything that I'm doing, which means I need to slow down and really focus on the fact that In order to finish a marathon, I need to have proper training. I need to keep a proper pace. I need to take care of myself. I need to set boundaries and priorities. And those things will help me to be better at what I'm doing instead of just get stuff done quickly. So ways that I have really focused on my marathon this quarter is is working on my boundaries. I typically like to say yes to people. I find that if someone's asking me for help, I want to help. And it's not that I don't feel like I could say no or that I feel bad or I I just like to help people out when they ask for help. And so when someone asks me to do something, I typically say yes. And that often leaves me with way too many things to do. So back when I was a kid, I remember 
like the talent shows and different, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I remember watching these people, they had like all these poles on the ground and they had plates on that they, well, they would put a plate and spin the plate. And because the plate was spinning, it would stay up on just a little tiny stick or pole or dowel. And the goal for this guy that I remember was to have as many plates spinning as possible. And so whenever I get really busy or overwhelmed, I think of that situation where, oh my gosh, I have so many plates spinning. And the second that a plate slows down, it falls. And so the guy's constantly just running up and down this like stage full of little dowels with plates spinning all over it. And he's trying to keep all the plates spinning so they don't fall. And I feel like as teachers, we do that a lot. We have a lot of plates spinning and we're not setting boundaries of saying, no, I can't, I can't put another plate out here. I already have enough plates spinning. And I think that sometimes it's okay to let a plate fall or take some of those plates off and go home for the night. And so I have really tried to stick to my boundaries. I had already set them and I feel like I really just put a focus on making sure I step to those. I also feel like it's important to have a very clear set of priorities. I have a list of priorities that I keep that I make sure this comes first. So if anything comes up in this area, it outranks anything that may come up in another area. And that is very important to me to keep straight because just because something pops up and someone feels like it's urgent to them doesn't mean it needs to be urgent to me. I have to make sure that I am sticking to my priorities in order to be a person of integrity and in order to be a happy person my priorities come first for me, and then I can move into the other things. So if something pops up, just because it's easy to get done quickly may or may not mean that I need to get it done now. I need to check my priorities and stick to those. I also focused on really trying to stay organized. I have a year plan in place for both Spanish 2 and 3, and I have found that that actually makes it possible It's like a constantly spinning plate that I have to focus way less on. So when I am organized in my Spanish 2 and 3, I can then really work on my link proof stuff, which is brand new to me. And when I get a year plan in that, then that actually will be a plate that can spin more on its own as well. And the more plates that I have that can kind of take care of themselves and I just have to monitor, the better. So being organized actually helps me to limit the exertion and the mental exhaustion and the physical exhaustion that can come when I've got too many things going on, when I have too many plates spinning, when I'm really feeling that marathon wear me down, I can remember to be organized and that can help me feel better. And finally, I've said it once, I'll say it again, I need to take care of myself. It is my responsibility to make sure that I am taking care of my mental health, my spiritual health, and my physical health. It is nobody else's responsibility. And so when I think about my marathon that I'm running in life and to just keep a proper pace, I have to remember that that pace is set by me and that in order to have that mental health that I need, I have to do certain things. Like maybe I have to take an hour and go to the gym every day in order to 
have my endorphins and have my self feel invigorated and happy. And maybe I need to take an hour and read instead because I need to shut things down a little bit and, and, and go back into myself and take a moment to really be by myself in a quiet, calm, relaxing environment. I need to be aware of those things. It's nobody else's responsibility. It's not my principal's responsibility to make sure I'm saying no where I need to. It's not my friend's responsibility to make sure to make sure that I am having fun or doing the things that bring me joy. I need to make sure I'm doing the things that bring me joy, that light me up, that, ha- that I have passion for. It's nobody else's responsibility. And so when I think of myself as a teacher, I need to also remember to think of myself as a mom and as a wife and as a friend and as a daughter and as a sister and as myself. And I need to make sure that I am doing the things that I need to to be happy with who I am and balanced in my life. Now, before we go to the second main focus of my year, Uh, Let's do our unpaid sponsorship. Today, I'd like to give an unpaid sponsorship to Kenra, which is a hair product, but specifically the hair product that's called Dry Texture Spray. This one is important to me. I have fine, very soft hair. And so I was telling my friend as she was doing my hair one time how tough it is for me to keep curls because she asked, do you ever curl your hair? And I said, I've tried but it, they never stay. So I would curl my hair and within minutes, it would just like fall out and just be kind of slightly wavy. And she was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you need. And she pulled out Kenra Dry Texture Spray. And she showed me how you spray it on. You, you got to shake it up real good. You spray it on and then you curl your hair. And it's amazing. So basically what it does is it, it actually adds a little body to your hair and it, it, kind of acts as a dry shampoo because it'll kind of eat up a lot of if there's any oils that are making your hair kind of oily and and it kind of coats your hair to make it a little bit sticky or more textured. So when I curl my hair now, it actually holds the curl all day and it's amazing. So I love it. It really helps me curl my hair. So if you have fine hair that doesn't hold curl very well, This is the thing for you, Kenra Dry Texture Spray. Thanks. Okay, now back to our regularly scheduled program. My second main focus this quarter really was noticing and appreciating the people around me. And I was really striving to make sure that my group of friends at work, my coworkers, felt my support and my appreciation and that they knew if they had any questions or if they needed help that they could look to me as somebody who was there for them. And not only that, that I wanted them to feel like I was their cheer squad, that whatever they were doing, I was really excited for them about. And the reason is, is because I really admire and I really appreciate the people that I work with. I know people who are not in a similar situation to me. I have a great administration. I have great department of friends. I work partners with one of my very best friends now, who I didn't even really know before this year, but she has really grown to be someone I care for deeply as 
my partner in Link Crew. And I feel very lucky for that because I know there are other people who work with people who trash them, who try to bring them down, who do not appreciate their efforts to be a better person or a better person teacher or whatever their job may be. And I know I'm lucky and I want my coworkers to know that. And I think that that is something that we can all do for each other. But going back to my story that I was telling you in the intro today about my principles. So I did, I looked up, they were in my room and I was very nervous because this year has had some whoppers of information. And usually lately, if a principal comes to talk to you, it's to tell you that one of your kids has been quarantined and you need to have your, the the room will be cleaned. And I was like, whoa, there's four of them here. This can't be good. (laughs) And so one of my principals started talking and he kind of gestured toward my mural wall. And he said, you know, we really need another art teacher. And we have, we were talking about it and it really became clear that with your artistic abilities as shown here, that you would be a great fit for this. And I, my ma- like my jaw dropped because it was like, okay, how can you be asking me to do anything else? I have no time to do that. Number one, number two, I have no training in the arts. I'm, I, 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 it was an act of sheer will to get my mural done because I just wanted to have something I love in my room and I wanted it to be my own. So I did it, but it really, I was, I was just thinking, how can this be something they're really asking me to do? And he's, and I was just, he, he just laughed at the expression on my face because I was thinking how this is unbelievable. And he was like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're not asking me to teach another class. He said, no. I was like, oh, thank goodness. And then they said, all the votes are in and you are our school's teacher of the year. And I, I knew we had had voting. I had nominated someone that I thought deserved it. And I was in shock. And the reason is, is because I do, I love teachers. I love the teachers I work with. And I know how much we all put in. And it felt so humbling. And so I just felt so honored that the people that I work with had felt that about me. And I never felt so supported and appreciated at work as I did in that moment. And my principals just said, you know, congratulations. These are some of the things that are going to happen. And I have since found out because I am now our school's teacher of the year, I am in the running to be our district's teacher of the year. And that is unbelievable to me. And my everyone that's around me says it's not unbelievable at all to them. And my students just cheered when they found out and they just said these things about me that were so kind and so sweet. And I know that students don't always do that. Sometimes we never hear the impact that we have on other people. And just having been appreciated for the past week made me realize how important it is and how much we can affect other people by letting them know and letting them feel that support and appreciation from us. And so I am going to double down on my efforts to make sure that everyone that I work with and my family and my friends feel that from me because of how much of an impact it's had on me to know that the people that I care about and that I love have that kind of support 
for me, that I can lean on them when, when I need them and that they are there to cheer me on when I have success in my life. We can be that for each other. Not everyone will be nominated for Teacher of the Year, but everyone can be appreciated with a personal note, with an email, with you just saying something nice that you notice, hey, I saw you do this thing, or I know you teach this way, can I come watch you? But if we can show each other that support, then we can really build the kind of environment and influence the environment in our schools to be a culture of people who are willing to learn from each other and who support each other in a great way. My goal with Positively Prepped is to help teachers to feel balanced, happy, and in control. Two great ways to do that are, one, to remember that life is a marathon and that you need to pace yourself. We need to set boundaries. We need to make sure our priorities are straight. And two, we need to focus on those that love, appreciate, and support us. And we need to be that for others. We can build and influence a positive, uplifting environment if we support and appreciate the people who are in it. Thank you for listening today. I do want to remind you that... I am going on spring break, so we will not have an episode on March 19th or March 26th because I will be at home with my family, reading books, having fun, going to movies, hopefully. Come on, movies. And so I will not be doing my podcast until I return, which will be April 2nd. So I will see you then. Thank you for listening to Positively Prepped, a podcast for teachers. Please subscribe and share. It's important to continually focus on balance and improve our practices. That's why I created Positively Prepped, to help teachers to improve themselves, their classrooms, and their lives so that they can create an amazing classroom, leave their work there, and then go home and live a full life, guilt-free. Join me next week as we continue our journey to become Positively Prepped. Remember, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rebecca.Rodriguez. That's Rodriguez with a Q and not a G. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask questions. Thanks again for listening. See you here next week.